And here we go with part three of Wings, Beers, and Tears, where the the sports are a little slim these days. So we are going to start it off with our two absolutely dreadful baseball squads. Only one was supposed to be dreadful. <laughs> that was that was the theory. Uh, in reality, between the two teams, I don't think we have enough wins <laughs> to even to even make it to the top of the NL or AL. So, um, I, personally, here. We have two O's fans from, you know, way back, and we have one Nats fan. But, you know, look, if you're an O's fan, it's probably probably because you grew up in an era where there was no D.C. baseball. So that I was love, your team. I love Cal Ripken. You know, and I have, me being an O's fan, I have zero ill will towards the Nats. No, absolutely. I, yeah. I, I root for them. I want them to be good, but goddamn, they're frustrating. Um, and, and if you're a Nats fan, you fucking hate the Orioles because you're, you know, Generally speaking, you're a, a newbie Nats fan that wanted baseball back in D.C. You know, Baltimore be damned. But uh, it, it, in the end, we have two teams that are, are coming at it from very different angles. The Nats are definitely part of that that nouveau. They got a lot of young talent. They spend a lot of money. They have a great rotation. The O's are in complete and utter rebuild mode with, you know, it's like the old uh, Major League. You know, who are these fucking guys? You know, I mean, that's, really that's what the Orioles roster is. They're still shitty. <laughs> Cleveland Indians are still shitty. <laughs> so, Jeremy, throw uh, throw some numbers at us here from our local baseball teams that are just in the shitter right now. Let's see a nice combined five and 15 in their last 20. That's wow, pretty, that's competitive. It's actually probably good for how they've been doing this season. <laughs> Um, but one of the things that I kind of noticed just looking at, at some stats, I'm, again, I'm, I'm more O's focused, but there's not much to focus on this season. So trying to keep an eye on the Nats, I thought they were going to be the shining star. And, well, you know what? They probably suck even more. But at least they're banged up. I mean, they got a little bit of an excuse. But they're getting quality starts out of their top three starters. Corbin has been an absolute beast. And it was yep. you know, their big acquisition, obviously, Strauss and, and, yep. and, and the man there, Scherzer. But 15 quality starts out of those guys – has equaled six wins. That is that is so troubling, that stat. I don't think any team can survive that. No. I don't care how good you are, bad you are, how many injuries you have. That's that's kind of a joke. The bullpen may be the worst in the majors. They've it's, lost nine games just by themselves. They are awful. It's I mean, so bad. And recently, the amount of errors that they're committing, I mean, it's like you, you almost figure there's going to be one per inning. Some douchebag is going to boot one. Is, you know? is it bad if a GM punches a player in the face? It depends on where he does it. It depends on what county he does it in. I'm curious because I I think it may happen, and I think Rizzo will do it with the best intentions if and when he does, and I will actually support him 100%. Well, the bullpen, um, well, first of all, Anibal Sanchez has been a disaster. Um, But but the bullpen will get, you know, they'll get there, and they can't get anybody out. I mean, that guy – uh, Rosenthal. Rosenthal. He like he finally he, got a few guys out after but he, about a month. <laughs> he, he was the the Davis. I like the guy. He was the Davis of pitching for a while, right? Davis couldn't get a hit, yeah, right, and he couldn't get an out. And is so, an infinite ERA bad is infinite bad. I, I think it might be. <laughs> that might be bad, but it, so dot dot dot. Doolittle is decent, but they can't get to Doolittle with a lead. So um, it's it's just incredibly frustrating. Um, I I have never been that I don't know too much about baseball but I've never been impressed with that manager um they don't seem to Dusty Baker could seem to weather storms right. and and guide them past injuries cuz they had injuries when Dusty was there sure. and and but but he would get ways to get wins 
um, get through the doldrums of the year and be there for the playoffs. Um, sure. This guy, um, I just I don't know why um, they fired or they would not give Dusty Baker another year and went back to a rookie manager when Matt Williams was such a disaster as a rookie manager. Didn't they learn their lesson? <laughs> um, but, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a poorly constructed team and it's a poorly managed team. Um, and you sort of reap what you sow. I mean, it, I don't think uh, Bryce Harper is the, the issue. Um, no, not at all. But, you know, I mean, with Zimmerman is now an albatross. Um, he can't stay healthy, and when he's healthy, he doesn't do anything, but he takes up so much money. Um, but And he got a good contract because you needed him when you gave him the contract. He was your one and only player, but now he's an albatross on your uh, on your roster. Um, and they're wasting Scherzer, Strasburg, and Corbin. They're just see that, wasting them. See, that's where I'm at. When when Jeremy said, you know, Scherzer, Strasburg, Corbin, I, as an O's fan, I just salivate over here. I'm like, who the fuck do we have? We have Kashner and right. – uh, uh, and and Kashner has been good, but he's a perfect four or five. I mean, but it's exactly. Like so so the point is they've got they've got three legit starters. Um, they have a lineup that it's weird because the way the Nats are constructed, it, it doesn't actually bother me. I actually think Rizzo does a pretty good job. Well, they just won't spend money on a manager. I mean, you, yeah, well, you're right. I agree with that. You thought you had Trey Turner who was going to steal bases. He gets injured four games in. He hadn't played. He played four games and that's it. So you thought he was going to steal 60, 70 bases. Now he's not playing. Um so therefore, on a team that can't hit home runs, your weapon, who you thought was going to lead off and be on second base most of the time, is, is gone. So you can't manufacture. Soto's now hurt. Of course, Zimmerman's hurt. Rendon has been hurt. Other than that, no one's hitting. And didn't Rendon get thrown out last night? Well, he did. And, you know, anybody out there of the zero people listening will <laughs> understand this. C.B. Buckner... Um, you kidding me? Mitch is definitely going to listen I, to this tomorrow. Well, think, well you see, Jerry, <laughs> either a preview of what I'm going to say or stealing my thunder. I can't decide which. I'm pretty sure, even though they may not look very similar, I, I think they may have had the same mama. And I'm not really talking bad about their mama. I'm just saying that they're complete pieces of shit at their jobs. <laughs> <laughs> which involve anything to do with refereeing, umpire, oh, anything. Perfect. I have how we tied that in with their I mom. Have I have never idea. seen anybody with so much hatred. It doesn't matter if you're talking about a youth league basketball game, if you're talking about one of G's hockey games, if you're talking an HL ref, a college football ref, a pro ref. It doesn't matter the sport. He hates them. Like volunteer, yes. like sand volleyball ref. <laughs> Jeremy's like, get this asshole out of <laughs> yeah. here. You suck, man. You're an asshole. You're not worth the zero dollars you're getting paid. Uh, no, it, you know it is frustrating when you play a, a game like baseball that is so routine oriented. It is a grind. I mean, 162 games is just stupid. You know, nobody can keep their attention for that long. So, it, it definitely, it, it's got to be frustrating when you're not playing well, coming off of injury, absolute shit call, which it was last night. It's a, a joke. I mean, how do you not turn around and say something? I mean. It, well, and I didn't yeah. see this, but apparently, I, I'm guessing from based on what I heard, Rendon had pictures. I don't, I forget the the website, but you can see exactly where the pitch was. You know, the computer generated stuff that's over my head, and he had the snapshots of that on his locker as he was doing his interview, talking about getting thrown out, and it showed the ball pretty much nowhere near the strike zone. I have the solution: fire Davy Martinez. 
Because like you said, they're... I was about to say Davey Johnson, but I don't think they, they'll work. <laughs> they commit, Fire him while you're at it, too. They were terrible. Oh, they were terrible with fundamentals last year. It was a point of emphasis this year, and they still suck with errors right now. So obviously he can't fix it. Right. Fire him. Bring in Buck Show Walter. I would love that. I think we actually hinted on this. I don't know whether it was on the pod or whether we were just shooting the shit. But yeah, nobody cares. <laughs> exactly. Buck was, Buck is the perfect manager for a team like this. I have no idea why they don't do it. I I, I don't either. Other than he's just like, I'm not going there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe but, so. But, but if you I offer got hunting and fishing to do, boys. <laughs> That's right. But he's had National League experience and, and oh, success. And he can deal with these guys. Yes, he can. And you want to talk about getting a, a locker room and, and your dugout in a right frame of mind immediately. Like when he walks in, it's a little like that. He doesn't, he doesn't yell. He doesn't scream. He doesn't stare at you. He doesn't you know, talk shit about you. He just kind of looks at you like, and you're like, wow, I'm going to field everything correctly because that's the expectation. You know, I think he would be perfect for this team. I don't know why they don't do it. And, you know, I, I'm not really going to talk that much smack about Davey because I just really don't pay enough attention to know if he's doing a good or bad job. But when interviewed about, you know, random things, about things about the game. He he doesn't use the term runs when talking about baseball. It's points. He says points. What the <laughs> hell is it, that? It's bothersome. It, yeah, is, I, it's, I just, it really I, is. It just doesn't make – it does not make sense. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. So, <clears throat> speaking of, of boring topics, so baseball at this stage of the year, I mean, it's only May and the teams are terrible. And barring some crazy turnaround, which honestly is not even going to be that exciting because it's going to take time to turn around, and nobody has the attention span for that. Um, we look at some other things on the on the national front that are uh, quite exciting, and we move into the football realm, not the Redskins football. Oh, I'm talking soccer, ball. baby. So uh, locally, DC United Jerry doesn't suck, in. surprisingly, and it's because they brought really? in... Uh, Mr. Wayne Rooney from Rooney, the Premier League. So good buddy of mine is uh, originally from Ireland, but grew up in London. Huge Manchester United fan. Knows soccer like the back we of his hand. We won't hold that against him. Uh, and he could drink us all under the table. Um, mm, well, yeah, maybe not you. Maybe not you. Um, he's talking about Jeremy, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, but so, he, uh, so he's a huge soccer fan. And when DC United signed Rooney last year, he showed up for the first game that, that, that Rooney played. And he came over from Everton. So they loaned him from the Premier League to the MLS. Boring, 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 whatever. Bottom line is MLS soccer is so shit and so poor and it's unwatchable. They have to poach national. That's why I don't watch it. In, international stars. It's like the XFL. Uh, pretty much, yeah. Um, That's actually a pretty good comparison. <laughs> um, so he said, so he's sitting there watching the game and he's like typical MLS shit. And he's Rooney's sitting there on the bench. He looks easily twenty pounds overweight, and he's only like five eight to begin with. Um, so he's sitting there all pudgy and slow and everything. So he comes on in like the the sixtieth minute. He goes, "Did he put a cigarette out?" <laughs> pretty much. He goes, Hopefully "He was on the, the referee." He said, "He's the best player by leaps and bounds," and it's not even funny. So thank God we have Wayne Rooney, right. and now he's actually fit and he looks great. Um, so go DC United. Uh, that's my little local shout out. And he just as long as he lays off the booze and painkillers or whatever he does when he gets on the plane, we'll we'll be all right. Yeah, that dude, that dude can booze, man. God bless him. That's all he's done is play soccer and drink all of his life. So absolutely. What else? I'm does very he very jealous. Seriously, 
you know, I look at sports stars and we talked about salary cap and we talked about different leagues and everything else. But at the end of the day, you're playing your your childhood dream game and you are making just, you know, fistful of dollars. What is the best sport, do you think, to be like a professional in terms of the balance of work that you got to put in, um, return? Because certain sports, you get paid more than others. I mean, Harper just made 300 some odd million and he plays fucking baseball, for God's sake. Granted, he's he's a fit athlete, but I mean, John I, Cruck was a professional baseball player. For I Christ would sake. say golf or basketball. Ooh, I like golf. Golf is solid because you can drink when you play. <laughs> yeah, I mean, these guys now are in shape, Hockey but too. but honestly, you just you're just it's muscle memory a lot. I mean, um, given how far they hit the ball, but I mean, back when Daly was playing, I mean, he was all fat and. By the way, oh, speaking of Daly, did you see he's playing the PGA Championship and this week? He's weekend, got a cart, and they have given him a golf cart for <laughs> no the way. for the fucking major, a PGA Championship. He gets to ride a golf cart because he has a documented arthritis. He's <laughs> go figure. He's wearing. He's probably wearing a Chico's bail bonds. <laughs> yeah, shirt on the back. It's probably not. Yeah. It's probably not arthritis. It's probably gout. <laughs> Who was the guy that needed a cart? And it was the Casey big, Martin. Casey yeah, Martin. Casey Martin. And then he got on the tour with a cart and he blew. That was like terrible. So anticlimactic. I thought it'd be the, like the next Tiger Woods to get there with his cart. He yeah, that, like, that one was ugly though. That was like ACLU got involved. That was. Uh, oh, I mean, yeah, I yeah. think he needed a cart, but for all the drama, and then he gets there and he, I don't, he, he flamed out as fast as he got there. Yeah, he did. Can we talk about the Premier League? Because I'm dying. Yes. Okay. Yes, we can. Todd, tell or, me about. Uh, or the Champions League, even. Tell me about Huddlesfield. How are they doing? Uh, relegated. Um, they are. They appear to play 37 games. They've won three, and they're they lost 28. Um, how do you think the fans in Huddlesfield play or feel when they when they're playing, like Arsenal or Liverpool or somebody like that? You know that? what? That's the beauty of that league. They are the whole town shuts down. It's like Friday night lights every Saturday or Sunday in the Premier League. Your town shuts down. You. You have just avenues of people lining the streets. They're putting flares off. Everybody's just fucking shit-faced. It's so awesome. I cannot wait to go to Europe. And I don't even... All right, I'm a Liverpool guy. I would love to go to Anfield. What I really want to do is go to like a small stadium in like a tier two level and just watch like the the passionate drunkards watch their team and just shout insults at the other guys. a place like Preston North End where the, the parking lot is like three feet behind the goal. Yes, Derbyshire. I think if I was at Huddlesfield and saw three wins out of 37 games, that would be a little bit disheartening. You would think so. Yet when you watch a game, they are chanting, they're up. By the way, Huddersfield actually tied Manchester United this past weekend. Since I'm not a Man U fan, I think that's effing hilarious. Sorry, fucking hilarious. (laughs) I feel so bad for Man U. God, how the mighty have fallen. So how many teams are relegated? Is it the bottom five? Bottom Bottom three. three. Bottom three. So right now it's Cardiff City. Fulham and Huddlesfield. Sorry for those guys. Yeah, and Hutters and Fulham are already guaranteed down. I don't think the third spot has nope, been decided. It's done now. Is it done? Yep. Okay. Cardiff's yep, yep. Cardiff's going down. Brighton's staying up. So according to my grandfather's genealogy research that he left me um, when he died, and I think it's gospel because he was the smartest man ever met, uh, ever created, um, my family is largely, I'm, I'm sure I have multiple ethnicities, but from my English side, predominantly Doesn't English. Look like it. <laughs> and uh, it's from Oxford. And apparently, if you're from Oxford, you'd like to be, you're, you're an Arsenal fan, according to the Wikipedia stuff, research that I've done. So if I was a Premier League soccer um, 
fan I would be an Arsenal. You would fan. be a gunner. So uh, what would you guys think of me if I was an Arsenal fan? Ah, not I much, th- but yeah, I know. think you were you were a classic American fan that that liked a, an English side, so you picked Arsenal because that's what all the fucking bandwagon mm-hmm. American fans do. Really, what's special about Arsenal that attracts Americans? Um, they, they they have that universal appeal. They're up there with Man United. Um, generally speaking, they went through a really nice run in the in the nineties and early two thousands. Thierry Henry, the the famous French footballer, was like their stud for the longest time. So a lot of people our age grew up with them as being one of the more dominant top four sides in England. Okay. All right. Well, I don't. I'll, then the well, that's sh- your education for today. <laughs> should, should I cheer for Arsenal, Jeremy, or should I pick another team? I would say Arsenal's a good pick because what, yeah, they're what, solid. Also, one of the things I like is with you know I don't actually have a lot of friends that are big football fans or soccer, whatever term you people want to use. I don't really care. Anyway, <laughs> you um, people, we all <laughs> you people. Um, it, I like that. I pretty much you know the fans I do know all have a different side they root for, and um, you know, I know Todd's a pool fan. I'm a Spurs guy. And uh, I literally, and I hate using that term, but it's true in this case, slept on their huge win today in the Champions League. They were down 2 nothing, and then work got in the way, and I had to deal Go with... Go, you Spurs! I had to deal with a bunch of idiots, and you know, and I missed missed uh, uh, one of the best comebacks probably in, well, I wouldn't say football history, but why not? Fuck it. It's a great comeback. Well, you have back-to-back wins from Premier League teams in the Champions League semifinals. So yesterday, my boys took down Barca 4 nothing which is just unheard of. It's a bitch slap. Unbelievable. Um, and then today, like Jeremy said, Spurs take down Ajax with three second-half away goals. I mean, it just, Mora. just crazy. Love it, love it, love it. Are any Americans in the Premier League? Very few. Okay. So Ooh. next year, Pelusic, the, uh, the, the stud, um, he's currently in uh, Dortmund in, in Germany. He will be playing for Chelsea. Okay, August. so maybe I'll cheer for Chelsea because if yeah, is sure. he legit? Yeah, oh, he yeah, is absolutely legit, is. legit. Absolutely is. Even legit. Um, I think mm-hmm. the other Americans over there right now. I think Jeff Cameron still plays. I think he's in the Championship Division now because he was with Stoke. Um, DeAndre Yedlin. Yeah, Yedlin's at yep. uh, what Newcastle. Yep, and actually Zach Steffen. Oh, bringing it full fucking circle. I love this. Zach Steffen won a national title with Maryland. Went on to uh, get drafted by the Columbus Crew, is now on the U.S. national team, and he will be going to Man City in August. Wow! Yeah, that's big time. Uh, yeah, huge. Or sorry, huge. Well, it seems to me that that American soccer, at least internationally, will be better if they could field some better players in some better leagues, like the Premier League. The more players they get over there that are playing and coming back and play, they'll be more competitive internationally. No doubt. I, I think U.S. soccer. They're trying to build MLS as this um, program to bring their own homegrown stars up. I really think what they need to do is take a a page from Pelusic and and Stefan and some of these other young guys. When they're 17, 18, 19, and they're studs, send them to Europe. Let them play in in, in Tier 2 with Swansea or uh, Norwich or some of those other clubs because those academies out there, that's real football. You know, the MLS is is your cast-off society. I mean, I I don't pay much attention to soccer, but the World Cup is obviously – it, it it loses some luster for me anyway. The casual guy sure. just, just wants to see America and not to not even qualify. It's just disheartening, especially when Big you're blow. when Big you're blow. when you're when you have to qualify. You have to beat the lesser teams. I mean, <laughs> no. you're losing to. Did we lose to Panama? Yeah, I mean, well, you're losing to countries. You're losing to countries that 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 make like ten million dollars a year. 
right? The whole country does. The whole country does <laughs> a year. And then, I mean, you go, you're playing in a stadium that looks like, you know, uh, you know, like a little league Damascus stadium <laughs> and the, and you lose. It's like, how, how does that even, how is that even possible that, that we can't field a team that can even qualify? It's not like you have to go through, you know, Italy and France and England to just qualify. Yeah, and I'll qualify this by saying I, I know nothing about soccer development, but what, what you guys said it worries me. I think it's a little bit of a double-edged sword because you want them to go play in the better leagues, but they have to play. And I think a lot of these guys are just not quite there to be getting full, you know, full-time, you know, full minutes, whatever you want to call it over in Europe. You want to see them play, but if they're going on a top tier team and they're, you know, they're seeing five minutes a night, it doesn't do any good. Now that's so why. How do you make that? You know, what what you need to do is you need to send them when they're young, and you need to send them to a big European club and let them play with their U 18s and, and then U twenty threes and stuff. Absolutely, you know the U twenty three teams <clears throat> field so much great talent, and they play so often, and then they get called up to the big clubs for your shit cups. Carabao, Europa, FA, whatever. So they get the exposure with the big club at the events, but they're playing day to day with the U23s. That's so much better than playing a full season in MLS, in my opinion. So get them there young. How is uh, how's Freddie do Freddie Adu doing at Liverpool? Uh, Freddie Adu is not at Liverpool. Oh, he's not. I thought he was. I thought he, he was leading. Not, I thought he was their leading scorer. He is not a doing so well. <laughs> oh, and with that, we are going to sign off this week because hopefully next week we'll have some some great content for you. And uh, maybe the Redskins should sign Freddie Adu. That'd be and awesome. actually, let's break down the rookie mini camp next week. That's going to be just cutting edge. Wes Martin. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to have to get like beer and Vaseline. <laughs> if well, Dwayne Haskins, if Dwayne Haskins is hurt this time next week. Jerry is going to take <laughs> he's going to take a vow of silence for one week from Wings Beers and what Tears. If, what if Wes Martin ruptures his Achilles? He better still play. I don't care. He's a he's a left guard. He, he probably tape, will. He tape it up, dude. He didn't need that. I was going to say, do you need that body part? <laughs> tape it up, big boy. <laughs> and with that, we will see you guys next week. Peace. See ya. See ya.